Welcome to the Equine Veterinary Journal podcasts on the hoof. Hello and welcome to this edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's on the hoof podcast, which we aim to summarise a selection of accepted early view or recently published articles. Today we look at a paper accepted in February 2020 that focused on comparing intratesticulum epivacaine and lidocaine in anaesthetised horses undergoing the Henderson castration technique. The primary authors were Alicia Crandall and Klaus Hopster, who worked with Annie Grave and David Levine in the Department of Clinical Studies at the University of Pennsylvania in the United States. From the current literature, mepivacaine appears to significantly reduce pain scores in horses undergoing a multimodal analgesic protocol in the 24 hours post-castration under general anaesthesia. Lidocaine, however, has a more variable efficacy with apparent poor chromaster muscle relaxation and surgical quality noted in more than one study. Despite their widespread use in both standing and general anaesthetic castrations, no direct comparison between the two local anaesthetics is currently available as a reference for general practice. The authors therefore decided to directly compare mepivacaine and lidocaine in order to clarify whether mepivacaine or lidocaine is preferable in horses undergoing castration under general anaesthesia. They hypothesised that mepivacaine would provide a more superior surgical plane of anaesthesia compared with lidocaine. A randomised, double-blinded clinical study was performed on 34 stallions of varying breeds between November 2017 and June 2018. The mean age was 6.7 years. Horses were sedated with 1 mg per kg xylazine and induced with 2.2 mg per kg ketamine before being placed in dorsal recumbency without inhalational anaesthesia. Cases were prepped as normal and 20 mils of either mepivacaine or 2% lidocaine were infiltrated into the testicles. A wait period of five minutes was then started prior to surgical incision and subsequent Henderson drill closed castration by a blinded board certified surgeon. Perioperative flanixin at 1.1 mg per kg was given as routine analgesia before being recovered routinely in lateral recumbency. The depth of anaesthesia, including heart rate, SpO2 and respiration rate, alongside the number of additional 0.2 mg per kg ketamine top-ups was recorded by a blinded anaesthetist. Surgical anaesthesia time was also recorded, and a subjective 3-point chromaster relaxation score and a 100-point surgical condition score given by the board-certified surgeon experienced in the scales. A final recovery quality score was noted down based on the published 100-point 11-category scoring system provided in the literature. The authors found significantly significant chromaster relaxation scores were observed in horses that had mepivacaine infiltrated intratesticularly compared with lidocaine. Furthermore, 25% of horses during the procedure required ketamine top-ups in the lidocaine group compared with 16% of horses in the mepivacaine group. No significant differences between the two local anaesthetics, however, can be found in the majority of the measurement outcomes used in the study. Due to the large variation in scores, a larger sample size may have been needed in measured outcomes such as surgical quality score. An obvious non-significant trend towards improved scores with mepivacaine was nonetheless observed in the study. The addition of a pain scale in the post-operative period may have added further weight to this trend. Some points of note are that no muscle relaxator is used during induction of anaesthesia. 
The addition of diazepam may have improved cremaster muscle relaxation and meant that no significant difference was observed between the two groups. Further to this, many clinicians choose to wait for 10 minutes after the infiltration of local anaesthetics before starting surgery. However, this is not done routinely as it is not practical in many settings. Given lidocaine is more lipid soluble and has a slightly higher pKa than apivacaine, increasing the wait time to 10 minutes may have resulted in the better cremaster muscle scores in this study. This is further emphasised since no difference in effectiveness of the two anaesthetics has been found when compared to each other in rats. Given the large difference in financial cost between mepivacaine and lidocaine, it may be more clinically relevant to wait longer time rather than pass that cost onto the client to considering use in the field. Lastly, no control population was used. However, there are ethical concerns to be considered with regards to equine welfare in a clinical hospital-based setting. In this paper, the authors have shown that intratesticular mepivacaine results in better and faster cremaster muscle relaxation compared with lidocaine in castrations performed under general anaesthesia. Despite this study, using the Henderson drill technique, an increased ability to pull the testicles away from the body wall also facilitates the easier application of more traditional emasculators. Less incisional infections may therefore be seen due to a reduction in tissue handling. However, this hypothesis requires further study and is circumstantial. It should be noted that the Henderson technique resulted in an average surgical time of four minutes during the study, and other techniques requiring longer surgical time may therefore give differing results. That concludes the review of this study, and many thanks for listening to the edition of the Equine Veterinary Journal's On the Hoof podcast. We look forward to welcoming you back soon. We'll review another of the journal's early access articles. Thank you for listening to this Equine Veterinary Journal podcast. More about the subjects discussed today can be found online at wileyonlinelibrary.com forward slash journal forward slash evj.